0: Today I'm speaking with Robin Long, my favorite Pilates instructor, and she is the founder of the site The Balanced Life. So she's not only gonna talk about Pilates, But she's also going to talk about her journey as a mom and the role that Pilates has played in her life as she has evolved in her exercise routine since having kids and how she views having a balanced life. What does that truly mean? What are the things that we need to do in our daily life to be healthy and fit and energetic for our kids? Does that mean working out of the gym for hours on end or can we achieve the same level of fitness with far less time commitment, but meaningful activity level through Pilates. So she's going to tell us more about the program she's developed. And I am a personal participant of her work online and have just enjoyed it so much. I really wanted to chat with her and I hope you enjoy getting to know Robin today. Let's get to it. All right. I want to welcome Robin Long to the show today. Hi, Robin.
1: Hello. How's it going? Good. How are you?
0: Good. You just recently moved, didn't you? Yes. So where I'm, did you move to? We
1: are in process of moving.
0: It's a process. I'm moving this week.
1: Oh you are. Yeah.
0: So I feel yes. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so we moved from Colorado Uh back to California. Oh, great. And so we are currently in a temporary vacation rental while we wait for our moving truck to arrive, hopefully in the next few days.
0: Yeah, it's so hard being without your stuff. And you try and plan ahead, like, okay, in this pile is the stuff we're going to need for a month's time while we're waiting. And then it's like, oh, that spatula would really come in handy. Or, oh, that. And then your your child's asking for that one toy you didn't pack, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so we're, we're definitely at that point where we, it's been a fun adventure, yeah. but now we're ready to, You're ready to have settle. our beds and our things. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's so exciting to have this new chapter, and obviously California is a great place to live, so that will yeah. be fun once you just get settled and put down roots. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. that's great. Well, like I was telling you before the call, I am such a big fan. So it's a real pleasure to get to talk to you this morning. I originally found you on Instagram or maybe you were interviewed on another podcast. I can't remember exactly how I came across you, but I found about about your program, The Balanced Life. And you were talking about how you don't have to work out for hours and hours, but it's about the quality of your workouts. And for you in particular, it's Pilates. It's really made a difference in your life. And so I've been doing your videos and I've done some of your challenges now Robin, I love it.
1: Uh, that's so great. I I'm
0: love so you. I love your personality. Um, your videos are great. And I just love the concept of The Balanced Life. So first, for friends that may not know you, can you just give us a little background on yourself and then we'll get more into to what you do.
1: Sure. Absolutely. So I'm so glad you've been enjoying the workouts. So that mm-hmm. makes me so happy. Um, it's always fun to be able to connect with people who are actually utilizing them through you know, all over the country. That's so fun. Well, yeah, because so it's fun. so
0: different than teaching in a gym or something sure, where you get that yeah. immediate feedback and whatnot and you see who's doing it. But exactly. yeah, you'd probably be surprised the people that are in their living rooms on their Pilates mats, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> it's it's so funny when I meet someone and, and usually like their kids know me yes. and they're like, hey, it's Miss Robin. Right. My
0: kids so, would totally so be able to pick thing. you out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> That's but, great. Yeah. So I, um, grew up in Colorado, as I mentioned, and um, I was a dancer all through high school, so dance is a big part of my background. Um, and I always wanted to pursue dance, a uh, dance career full time, but wow. you know it's, it's not a clear path to do that. Right. So my parents had basically said, okay, you need to go to two years of college before we'll let you just go to LA and pursue dance. They They wanted to try to keep me on a little bit of a straight path. And so I started, um, I went to school just kind of because I had to, ended up going to Colorado State University, but really was, it was for me, looking back on that time, it was a really uninspiring time. I wasn't um, career oriented. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. And I ended up transferring to a small private school out here in California, in Santa Barbara, which where we actually just moved back to. And... Um, majored in communication studies and ended up working in commercial real estate development of all things. So I was in sort of this fast-paced, high-stress job right out of college. Um, was doing you know the eight to five or longer. It was sort of a round-the-clock type job. Um, great people, but definitely not an industry that I felt passionate about or that my gifts were being used at all. And so I. I found myself really stressed out um, and really overwhelmed a lot of the time. And I actually started dealing with quite a bit of anxiety mm. during that time, which was totally new for me. I had never dealt with anxiety before. I was also engaged, there was a lot of things going yeah. on. But anxiety really started playing a, a part in my life. And I was actually feeling like a lot of pain in my body. I had a lot of back pain, a lot of neck pain. And that was causing more anxiety because I couldn't figure out where this pain was coming from. So ultimately, I ended up getting back into Pilates. I had done some through dance in my younger days. But at that point, I was like, something i got to do something to take care of my body. And so enter Pilates. Um, So I started doing that regularly. Really was able to figure out that my pain, like it was physical pain, not imaginary pain, physical pain. But it was all due to stress. So once I started getting a handle on my stress and getting back in touch with my body again, things started disappearing. My neck, like I couldn't go a day without like just extreme pain in my neck. And once I started doing Pilates, it just disappeared. Uh, My anxiety started slowing down and, and through breathing, it just basically changed my life. And it was all just through Pilates. And up until that point, I was much more of the type of person that felt like, Working out had to be had to look a certain way, it had to be really hard, really sweaty. You know, yeah, had to go like for an hour, and like that was my mentality of working out. You know, you had to be a runner, or you had to, <laughs> uh, it just had to be intense to matter. And so, Pilates really changed that for me because not only did I start experiencing far less stress, far less anxiety. But I also was seeing results that I had never seen before from all my years, so many years of going to the gym and pounding away on the elliptical and trying to go for runs and all the things that I hated, really. Um, And then all of a sudden I started doing Pilates, and I'm like, whoa, my body started changing. I was actually enjoying it. I wanted to go to class instead of dreading it. So that was big to change my whole relationship with. What exercise could be and so it just felt like a natural fit for me based on my passions and I started going down the path to get certified and so that is kind of how I found Pilates and then um, ended up getting certified quitting my high stress job to teach and my boss at the time said I said okay I had one class on the schedule that's it one class and I asked him if I could Changed my schedule so that I worked, you know, part time. That I left a little early to go teach my one Pilates class, and he said no, I couldn't do that. What? Uh, so <laughs> I said okay, then I think I'm gonna quit. <laughs> he was like, "Do you think you can make money teaching For Pilates one class?" House? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm gonna try. Yeah. <laughs> so that was sort of the beginning of it. So, I love that, you know, and sometimes uh, you have to
0: take that leap in order yeah. to just see what happens, and if you're doing. You know, if you're, if you're leaping to something that you think will make you happier and more fulfilled, chances are it will.
1: Yeah. 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 It was very much a choice of, okay, stepping out in faith and hoping that following your passions is worth it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's worked out for you. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's awesome. That's amazing. And then how did your kids enter the picture? When, how old are they? Yeah.
1: So I have a three-year-old girl and an 11-month-old son and... So I started teaching before I had kids, this Mm -hmm. was before, and um, really started teaching a lot. So we then moved to the Bay Area, and my husband was in grad school, and I was just working my booty off. Mm -hmm. I would just wake up at 6 a.m. I was just trying to build a business and get clients, so I'd wake up at 5 a.m. to teach class at 6 a.m. Sometimes I wouldn't get home until 7.30 at night, so I was... Really, really working hard and loving it, but it was pretty exhausting. And we well, got it's physically
0: point. demanding. Yeah. Like, yeah that's yeah. a lot. I have a, I have a question. When you're the yeah. teacher, how much of a workout do you feel like you're getting? Because you're definitely participating, and every teacher is different, but still, that seems that's, like a lot a to do back-to-back classes. How do you balance and that? That?
1: Is, that is actually deceiving. So, okay. So as a Pilates instructor, a lot of people would think, oh, my gosh, you work out all the time. But very few classes do I actually do
0: exercises.
1: So if it's a math class, like what you see on you know my website. Those I would tend to do more with the students, uh-huh. but a lot of what I was teaching was Pilates reformer classes. So they're oh. actually on a piece of the, on the equipment, machine. Okay, and I'm just walking around helping people and teaching. Got it. So I, I've always like when people are like, "Wow, you must work out all the time," and I'm like, "No, I really don't. I, I have, have to like, like to find help time to work out. Yeah, <laughs> and then I have to figure out how to do it myself." so. Right.
0: Right. My, my friend, uh, my college roommate, she owned a fitness online business called tailored fitness and she did different videos online. It was great. So I was in one of the videos Uh and the great thing is like she tailors it to different levels. So for some reason I was selected as like the high intensity level. (laughs) And what I didn't realize when I volunteered to do this video for her was that there was going to be many takes. Like literally four hours later, I'm the one doing the the full extension, not the like the pregnancy version, not the medium version, like the full on version, and I'm just shaking. Shaking and I'm like, never again. Until I'm pregnant, and then I can do the modified version in your video (laughs) but four hours later. So anyways, not not my cup of tea.
1: (laughs) Shoot yesterday, and we had a model there. And I was like,
0: "I'm sorry, hold it one more time. You can do it." It's a lot. It's demanding. So I'm sure when you shoot your videos, that's when you get your real workout in. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a,
1: actually one side note is a lot of my videos. I this is sort of what I've told people from the beginning is most of them I just do them in one take. Mm-hmm. That's it. If I mess up, you see me mess up, and we laugh about it, and we move on. And <laughs> that's just because. It's reality, and yeah. I'm a mom like so many other people who are doing the workouts with me. And it's not about being perfect; it's just about getting it done. Yeah. And so that's become something that has is just a part now of the balanced yeah. life. Is just do the best you can, get yeah. it done, and we're not going to spend hours trying to make it perfect. And you know, because who's got time for that?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So, how did you go from teaching classes in a studio to the balanced life? How did that evolve?
1: Yeah, so at that point, when I was working all those long hours, there were sort of a couple of things. One, I was in the fitness world and really realizing that my heart in it and my approach was very different from everything I was surrounded by each day, um, and I felt like I needed a way to communicate that and expand on that, because to me, it was so much more... Um, than just losing weight or looking a certain way or just about the workout and then checking out and coming back for your next workout, which I was in these kind of high-class gyms and that's just what a lot of it was, was just all about how you look, get in to get those tight abs and then leave. And, you know, it was just, and that's, that was not comfortable for me because that's just not what fitness is
0: about. What did you want to communicate
1: So much more of the just a well-rounded approach Mm -hmm. that um, it matters just as much how you feel when you leave the class than, you know, what you think you might look like when you're done with the class and also how that can carry over into your day once you leave that class. Mm -hmm. So taking, you know, I would see women in my 6 a.m. class, Again, yeah, that's awesome that they're there for themselves and doing that in the morning, but then what are they doing when they leave class and go on with the rest of their day? You know, how, is, how are the effects of Pilates transferring into their life? Are they um, making choices with their food that also make them feel good? Or are they able to manage their stress at work when it gets crazy? You know, it's, it's so much more of a lifestyle than just um, checking into class and checking out and thinking that that's going to transform your life. So for for me, yeah, I wanted, that's when the blog started is I felt like I needed a place for people to share that for myself and also to just send my clients so that there was sort of a well, more well, well well-rounded approach. Mm -hmm. I also knew that we wanted to have kids someday in the near future and that we'd be moving again. So when you move and you're a Pilates instructor, you have to start your clientele all over everywhere you go. That's a big undertaking Um, And also, I wanted to be home more when we had kids. So I was sort of at this, this place of how can I maximize the use of my time. I was also feeling just maxed out. I can't take on more clients, so I can't make more money. I don't want to take on more clients. Like, I'm already maxed out. So taking it online for me was sort of that next step to make the best use of my time so that it could travel with me. I could reach more women that... We're seeking what I was putting out there because it is a different approach to health and fitness. So it's not for everyone. So I wanted to be able to reach out to moms like you, mm-hmm. you know, all over yeah. the country that maybe are looking for this, for a place to work out from home that's encouraging and not um, totally focused on aesthetics and not, you know, making you feel guilty if you don't do something perfectly. Right. So then that's when I started to grow The Balanced Life. And that was before I had kids. Uh, my, like I said, my husband was in grad school, so I had a lot of time mm-hmm. alone. Mm-hmm. So I just started building that business, and then, then babies came.
0: Yeah. So, and
1: then I've been doing it simultaneously for the last three years.
0: That's so awesome. And how has it evolved? Is it Does it look like you envisioned it would, or is it different?
1: Yeah, it's definitely evolved, grown, and changed. It started just as a blog, and I wasn't sure what that would turn into. Mm-hmm. But after about a year of blogging, I launched my first online program and that was basically I would film videos, send them to the participants and also partnered with a nutritionist and so they would get meal plans and they would get workouts. And I coached them online through email and would check in with them. Every Wednesday was our check in day meal plans gone over the weekend. So that was my first kind of online program. And that was awesome. It was a lot of in-person. My first one, this is five years ago. My first one was a couple of my online or my in-person clients signed up and then my mother-in-law. <laughs> it was like, Perfect. okay, I'm going to do it. And it's grown into such an amazing thing and it's evolved. And now I have a monthly membership subscription site where you can be a member so it's $13 and every month you get a calendar and access to workouts and we have a monthly mission that we focus on as a community that is sort of, again, that one step further than just
0: the workout. So I love whether that. It's can you give me an example? Yeah. yeah can you give me an example of that?
1: We've done all kinds of things. This year so far we've done, um, this month is all about simplifying, mm. finding different ways to simplify your life. We've done meal planning. We've done um, time management, self-talk, um, play and leisure. So all of these different components of a healthy, balanced life, I think as moms or just as busy women, whether you're a mom or not, yeah. It's helpful to have one area of focus at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we go, Okay, I need to overhaul my whole life. Right. And I wanna exercise and I wanna eat better and I also want to declutter and I also want to get really good at meal planning. All in the I same also day. Learn to meditate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's just like, whoa. You know, we've got so much going on handling other little people's lives. And yeah. So the monthly mission component is just a way to say, let's focus on one thing every month dabble in it, focus, see how it goes for you. And then, you know, maybe you'll carry it on in your life. And that was like a really big thing for you. Or maybe, you know, the next month's mission will be something that resonates with you a little bit better. That's, that's more impactful for you where you're at in your life right now.
0: So I love that. I love that balanced holistic type view to working out. I think that is so smart. And especially with, I'm sure you have a lot of moms, but also just like you said, busy women who are just trying to fit it all in and create more of a, a, balanced lifestyle. Like you've said, I think that is such a beautiful, a beautiful picture and beautiful visual of what most people would want their life to look like.
1: Yeah. It's really fun. And it's great to be able to come together as a community with yeah. other like minded women who are just get it, you know, yeah. in our Facebook group. It's like, I haven't worked out for three weeks. Yes. <laughs> I'm starting again today. And, you know, everyone chimes in. Yay! We right. get it. It's fine. You well, can do this. Well,
0: yeah. And, and you mentioned several months ago coming out of having your second child how it was kind of slow transitioning for you, getting back into fitness and making that a routine. Will you tell me a little bit about that? And I loved your vulnerability with that because... We have all been there, and it may be that our child is three years old or five oh, yeah. years old, and we're still struggling to get that routine. Yeah. But you're a fitness person, and to hear that you're not just, well, it's six weeks, I'm cleared, I'm bouncing back. No. Yeah. So tell right. me about that.
1: Yeah, that's a big one for me. I'm really passionate about this topic yeah. for a number of reasons. One, first, from just the Pilates instructor. um, perspective and knowing the body and what our bodies go through Mm -hmm. during pregnancy and delivery, the fact that most people dive back into hardcore workouts at six weeks is troubling to me. Um, A lot of women are not ready for that and can do more harm than good on our pelvic floors, our ab muscles. Um, And it's really interesting that, you know, doctors just kind of say, okay, you've got the go ahead at six weeks. And then, so people go and find whatever workouts they can, regardless of their body, what they're going through. Mm -hmm. So, I found it very interesting that when I had my own kids at six weeks, okay, I'm a Pilates instructor. Right. You
0: You know what you're doing.
1: For a living. Yeah. And at six weeks, I feel barely ready. Like, my abs are still so tired, and my pelvic floor is so tired. Like, when I go to do a Pilates workout, I'm like, oh. Like if you're doing it right, you know, and not just pushing yourself through and ignoring the cues that your body's sending you, the body, it just needs time. And so I've been way slower than most people to return to exercise for a couple of reasons. One, just being, I think it's such a unique time in life. You really need to listen to your body and there's lots of time in the future to push Mm -hmm. yourself harder. And right after having a baby is not that time. Yes. Um, and so from, that's just from like a movement professional perspective. Um, but then there's also just the reality of how do you fit it in with two kids? And it's been way harder than one for me. And I have gone slow. I think it was close to about six months maybe before I felt like, okay, I'm actually going like to try to get some kind of schedule in place here for yeah.
0: myself. Well, until your baby has a more predictable nap schedule and things like that. Yeah. You just don't yeah. know if when your baby goes down to sleep, if it's going to be 20 minutes or two hours. Yeah. And, yeah.
1: and the breastfeeding. Yeah. You know, i breastfed both my kids. So it's, you know, you. by the time you're ready to work out, by the time you get changed and ready to work out, it's time to feed again. Right. And so then you're feeding and then it's time for, you know.
0: Right. And like wearing a sports bra and then nursing, like, yeah. I don't know about you, but that's just like <laughs> that tight feeling. I just, ugh, it gives me like, like shivers. Like, I hate I, that. Uh, and yeah. My
1: daughter, I actually when the, I was a little better with my daughter and I actually did train for a half marathon after she was born mm-hmm. and yeah, that whole like timing the runs and right. then getting home and ripping off the sports bra and trying to shower. So she would actually nurse because yeah. she was like, ew, sweat. yeah, gross,
0: <laughs> gross mom. <Ma. laughs> yeah.
1: So I yeah. definitely, yeah, I'm in the camp of, I hate all of the things that are, get your body back fast. Right. Because it's most important to do it in a way that, um, is going to not cause more damage than good, right? We can cause more damage on our pelvic floors and abs if we go too fast. right? So finding workouts like Pilates that are a little bit low, lower in intensity and help you to listen to your body. And so now I'm very big on, I have always been this way, but especially now on short and effective workouts. Mm-hmm. So how can you make the most of your time? How can I make the most of my time when I literally have 20 minutes Right. Max? Um, and so taking the approach of every little bit counts, you know, if it's 10 minutes in the morning while the kids are playing on the floor happily for those 10 minutes right? and then maybe 10 more minutes during nap time, I mean, then you've got a 20 minute Pilates workout in. That's not bad. That's pretty right. good. For and then sure. maybe a walk, you know, the next day or that evening with your husband after, you know, after dinner, yeah. whatever it is, it's, I think it's just a new perspective for me of. This is a season. I think moms need to remember that. It's a season. And it's not an excuse to not take care of yourself because it's the most important time to really try to really take care of ourselves. But it might look different right. than it did before kids or when your kids are older mm-hmm. and they're, you know, more self-sufficient. So
0: Absolutely. And, I mean, I'm back to my pre-pregnancy weight. I've had three kids. My youngest just turned one. So, like, weight-wise, I'm back. My body is not back. I mean, yeah. th- your skin is just stretched, and it just does funky yeah, that's things. Where I'm at. Yeah, that's and where it's I'm at. and it's tough. But you know what? I've tried so hard to do. Robin is just realize I don't need to be proud of myself once I've hit the goal. I should be proud of myself along the way for striving for the goal, whatever that is. Absolutely. As long as it's a healthy goal. So it doesn't need to be a certain pound amount. It doesn't need to be a certain pair of jeans. It doesn't need to be. Whatever, but setting goals that are realistic and meaningful to you, but then being proud of yourself every single day that you show up and do that 10-minute video, do that 20-minute video, when you go on a walk or a run with your kids or whatever it is that you enjoy doing, celebrating that you showed up and you did that every day, psychologically, that's going to change the way you approach fitness and just like the confidence you have and where you're at today. Because I'm never going to look like I did pre-baby. That's just physically impossible. But I could look good if I right. just am proud of myself and I just keep trying and keep doing what I'm doing, you know?
1: Yeah, I think that, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, yeah a lot of times it's it's really less about the gene size yeah. or the number on the scale and it's more about how we want to feel. Right. so like you said, doing the things that make you feel good yeah. is so motivating and it's going to keep you moving forward for a lot longer than if you're just focused on getting into those pre-baby jeans. Because like you said, you might never, even if you get the same weight, your body's shape has changed. So just throw away the jeans. Yeah. Get new ones that feel good.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I just did a podcast two weeks ago about getting noticed at the pool because some of my friends were like, oh, I'm not doing the bathing suit thing this year because I just, I didn't lose those five pounds. And I'm like, and last year's bathing suit didn't fit them. And I'm like, well, are there new bathing suits out there that would fit you? (laughs) <laughs> go buy a new bathing suit. Like, there are bathing suits that fit. There are jeans that fit. Yes. There are tops that flatter you where you're at right this second. You don't need to feel frumpy and dumpy and, like, squeezed into whatever pair of pants yes. it is.
1: That just reminds you every day. Yes. Like, oh, I don't just feel good. Just
0: go yeah. buy the new clothes that make you feel good today and then just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Not that you shouldn't, you know, continue trying to, to make improvements, but... Don't, don't shame yourself into thinking yeah. you're not good enough today.
1: Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, there's actually a guest blog on my website that I love, and it's all about how going up a jean size was the best thing for her self-confidence. Exactly. And it was just that, yeah, exactly. every time she put on the jeans that were a little too tight, she shamed herself yeah. every time. That's almost every day she would try them on and have yeah. this conversation in her head with how she should be doing better or different or she was, is not good enough now. And she finally went and bought a jean size, one size up that she loves that fits like a glove. And now every day, she slides into her jeans and walks out the door. And it seems like a small thing, but it's a big thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like wearing cute workout clothes, too. I'm way more apt to work out if I'm wearing cute workout clothes. And so some of my workout clothes didn't fit anymore. You know, things change. So I got some new things, just a few things, inexpensive. You can go to TJ Maxx, get a few little, little things. I'm so excited to put them on in the morning and I don't take them off until I've done my workout. Done.
1: Totally. Done. Yeah. We, in the Sisterhood, which is my membership site, a lot of people talk about doing um, workouts in their PJs every day. Mm-hmm. And I'm all about it. I yeah. do that all the time. And I was just actually going to write a post about how, like, totally great, but sometimes, sometimes there is, like you said, there when you put on something you feel good in and active and fit in, sometimes that's a little more motivating to, like, really – um, do that workout. Right. You, you know, sometimes our PJs can also make us feel kind of sloppy and lazy. So getting something that makes you feel good and fit and fresh. Right. If you're feeling blah,
0: whatever gets you there, whatever gets you on the mat. Right. Exactly. So can you do Pilates while pregnant? Is that safe? Yeah. Okay. So th- I'm sure there's some modifications, not being on your belly, things like that. But um, what I like about you is that you do have that online program that you can sign up for to have more of that accountability and the holistic approach. But I'm just doing your videos on YouTube right now. I just search for you, The Balanced Life. Robin Long, and up comes a whole slew of videos that are just free, and I so appreciate that free content, because it really spurs me on to want to sign up with your sisterhood, but then also just gives me a taste to kind of get in that routine, so, you yeah. know, so that uh, I can I can see what it's about.
1: Yeah, I, that's my hope, is that mm-hmm. I try to provide resources for everyone, no matter where they're at. So if you're just enjoy the free workouts, that's awesome. If you want to take it a little bit further in your training, I try to provide that too. Yeah. And um there is, yeah, there's a prenatal series on my YouTube channel. Oh, great. It's totally free, modified for pregnancy. I filmed it when I was pregnant. And so as with anything, you always want to check with your doctor before doing a new exercise routine. But for yeah. the most part, Pilates is so great for keeping that strong core good posture, strong pelvic floor. A lot of people don't think about that, but that's so important when you're pregnant, Mm -hmm. right? That's holding everything in. Right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and you talk a lot about how even 10 minutes makes a big difference. Why can we just do 10 minutes of Pilates and have that make a difference, whereas 10 minutes of elliptical does not have the same bang for your buck? Can you explain that for people that may not understand that?
1: Yes. There's a couple reasons I'm a big fan of 10-minute workouts, and so many of my workouts and programs are 10 minutes. Yes, One being Pilates is a very effective workout because you're focusing on your form and you're being intentional with every movement and every exercise. So because of that, you're getting more bang for your buck. So um, Joseph Pilates, who created Pilates, would say that you know, a few minutes of well-intentioned exercises is far better than an hour of sloppy exercises. Mm -hmm. And we know that to be true from a body, you know, mechanics, what we know about the body. If you can spend 10 minutes really focusing on your form and getting the most out of the movement, it's far better than going to some exercise class and just kind of slopping your way through it. And you're not using the right muscles or you're overusing the same muscles. You're not going to see results. So, Pilates in that way is super effective. Mm -hmm. And we all want that, right? (laughs) Yeah,
0: I think as a mom, the hardest thing is your limited time frame. And so, if you think 10 minutes, 10 less minutes of Netflix, 10 Mm -hmm. minutes earlier in the morning, 10 minutes, like 10 minutes is easy to plug in a lot of places. Half yeah. an hour, you're pushing it. But mm-hmm. 10 minutes, especially if you do, like, two 10-minute segments a day. Yeah. But even just starting with one is fantastic. I love that time frame. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. And it's here's why, why, why else. Is that <laughs> good grammar? <laughs> I focus on this. is What I found is that, like you just said, 10 minutes for people is something they'll actually do. Right. So if I tell you, you only have to do 10 minutes today you will do it. Mm -hmm. If I tell you have to do 30, it's so much more likely that you're going to find an excuse and a valid excuse. Right. You know, you really might not have the time, but 10 minutes, you can always right before bed. Are you going to sit down and do a 30 minute workout? Maybe not. Would you do 10 minutes right before bed? Probably. Right. So it gets you over that mental hurdle that a lot of people have with exercise, which is they don't have the time or they don't,
0: Want to, and <laughs> so you're not getting super minutes. sweaty. Yes. And so, right before bed, or first thing in the morning, or tagged on to lunch, or whenever it is, like yes, it's it's fatiguing to your muscles. It for sure is. I wake up sore the next day, and I wouldn't have even realize from the ten minutes I did previous. You know, that previous day, I didn't think it was as hard as it clearly was because I was having a hard time walking the next day. And I love that feeling, but also not getting super sweaty, because then I feel like I can go run my errand, run to the grocery store, run to school, and I'm not just like a mess. Yes. I like that.
1: Honestly, one of the reasons I'm like Pilates is perfect for busy people. You can do a whole, even if you had an hour, you can do a whole class, and you can just go on with your day. Right. No shower. Who who has time? I used to do this. After a workout, I would shower, blow dry my hair again, get dressed again. I mean, that's 45 minutes after a workout that yeah. you have to take, like, no Too way, much. not going to happen. My
0: mom does water aerobics. I'm like, that uh-huh. sounds like my personal hell. Like, okay, <laughs> I have, like, the chlorine hair I have to, you know, dry off and a complete change of clothes. No, I can't do that. Water aerobics is not in not my jam right now. But this is, this is, I like this. That's so. Yeah, and so the 10
1: minutes, I also find that people, sometimes, maybe you've experienced this, you're like, oh, I'm just going to pull up a 10-minute workout on the YouTube channel. I'm just mm-hmm. going to do 10 minutes. Yeah. And you do that, and then you feel really good, and you're like, oh, another one just popped up. Maybe yeah. I'll do that one. Yep. Yeah. And it's another 10 minutes. Oh, and then before you know it, you've done 20, 30 minutes of Pilates, and right. it felt
0: like nothing. Right. it yeah. was just
1: in 10-minute increments, and it got you down on your mat, and you
0: realize how good it feels. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. So for Pilates, really the only equipment you need is the mat. In, in comfortable clothes that you can kind of be flexible in, right? That's it.
1: That's right. Yep. There are other things you can add mm-hmm. to Pilates. There's other equipment. But the majority of all my online workouts, again, I'm always trying to eliminate excuses and hurdles for people. Yeah. Make it easy. So you can do most everything on my website or channel for, with just a mat. Yeah, And I even posted on Instagram the other day, I was doing it in my jean shorts. So, bingo, <laughs> you know, blanket on the floor, jean shorts, there you go. Right. It wasn't
0: super fun, but I did it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And you have two little ones, so if you can do it, we can do it. Tell me about juggling the business side of things and, um, you know, running that in conjunction with being a mom full-time. How do you kind of juggle those two priorities?
1: Yeah, it's a challenge for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. But I love it. It's one. I thankfully I love my work, so yeah. that helps. Um, but basically, since I had my daughter, the balance life has really grown and taken off. So it's almost like my kids and my business have been growing up together. Yeah. And it's been very interesting because the shifts that have taken place. So basically, I've been pretty religious about getting my kids on good sleep schedules. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, they've both fallen into sleep schedules really naturally. I'm sorry to any moms who are listening that haven't had that experience. Um, I've had other issues with my kids, but the sleep for them has been good. So I have been religious nap time worker. Mm -hmm. So basically nap time is work time for me. Every single nap time since my daughter has been born, I think I have been working. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it's just been a juggle, especially since adding baby number two and just with their ages, of uh, just trying to figure out child care um, here and there. So what I found is that about every three to six months, just as you think you have, or I think I have the schedule figured out, it changes. Yep. And we need either more hours of child care or less hours of child care or a nap gets dropped. You know, it just is a constant juggle. So... Um, basically, I just figured out how to do it during that time. Um, last year, my daughter was in preschool one day a week, and then we had a nanny come half a day while I would work from home. And now we're just in square one again, trying to figure it out and how it's going to work now that we're here and with two kids. So it's been a challenge, but it's a passion of mine, and it keeps me learning and growing, and I wouldn't change it, even though it's been hard.
0: Yeah, we talk a lot on the show with moms who, when they have a job that they're really passionate about, and this sounds like a passion project type job to you as well, it really fills you up. And so when you are with your kids, your tank is full and you feel boosted by the work that you've been doing in your Pilates life so that when you come back to your kids, you're there and you're happy because you have really attended... To your own passions and your own goals and your own professional growth and personal growth and all of that. Okay. So when you're doing those things that, yeah, might take you away from your kids in some degree, when you're back, you're back and you're okay. happy. And they can sense that mom is taking care of herself, don't you think?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's no matter what you're doing, whether you're working outside of the home or whether you are staying home with your kids all day, there's going to be – guilt, right? Yeah. Or some kind of I is this the right thing? So for example, I work from home, so my kids see me on my laptop and on my phone more than, you know, maybe if you would read a book that says you should always be hundred percent present with your kids and you shouldn't be on your computer when they're around or you shouldn't be looking at your phone. And that could easily seep in and it has to me to be like, oh my gosh I should be more present, this, that, or the other.
0: Right. But
1: then I have to step back and remind myself that I'm their primary caretaker. I get to be home with them every day. Um, I and my daughter is going to see me pursuing something that I'm passionate about and growing a business and, you know, building a company. And I want her to see that in me.
0: Yeah.
1: And so it's trade-offs, you know. So they might see me on my computer more. But they also, I also get to be home with them, and they get to be with me. So it can't be perfect, no matter yeah. what you do. You know, yeah. you're
0: gonna, you, you would have felt guilty if you were going away to an office. Exactly. And you're gonna feel guilty if you're doing the work right in front of them. You know, exactly. like it, it exactly. just, it is what it is, and you can't. Yeah. You can. All you can do is release that to the best of your right. ability. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and like you said, it's just constantly reevaluating. Okay, three months later, we're down a nap. Okay, now what are we gonna do? Now we've added a nap. Now we've exactly. added a school schedule or a sports team, or it's just it's tough yeah. keeping up as a mom, isn't it? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. And there are definitely seasons where I felt like I've tried to compartmentalize better, you know, to be like, okay, I'm only on during nap time, or I'm only on when the nanny's here, and everything is shut off, and that can work, and I do that when I can. Yeah. And then there are other seasons, like right now, when we're in transition and we don't have childcare yet, where it's like, okay, it's going to be a little bit more of a mishmash. Right. Like, I'm going to put on a show and do a little work and then yeah. come back and then put them down. And, do, you know, it's it just changes. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I think it's so important to give yourself permission to do that. And realize it's not always going to be like this, but for right now, this is the way it looks and that's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, for times where you have been in a rut, I don't know if you felt like you were in a rut per se coming out of your second pregnancy, but you know, when, when health and fitness maybe wasn't the ultimate priority or you just felt like you're lacking motivation, I don't know. Have you felt like that? And what have you done to kind of combat that, whether it's in terms of fitness or not, just in life in yeah. general? Yeah. I definitely feel
1: ruts, just yeah. like everybody. Yeah. Um, and one of my most recent sayings or mantras was inspired by someone named Danielle LaPorte. And she says, she said, do the things you need to do to feel the way you want to feel. Ooh. And this is something that I come back to all of the time. So I, especially when I was pregnant, um, both times. Um, but I remember especially with my daughter, just kind of what, what I wanted to do was sit on the couch and eat chips and watch TV.
0: Like Bingo. that's all yeah. I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Guilty, yeah. But,
1: Um, I wanted to feel fit, healthy, active, energized. So I had to have those conversations with myself. Yeah. Okay. Just sitting here, even though I want to sit here and eat chips and watch TV, I I still do that sometimes. Don't get me wrong. But is that going to make me feel how I want to feel? No. You know, what's going to make me feel that way? Okay. Probably if I go to prenatal yoga class or if I... Go for a walk and drink a green smoothie. You know, what are the little things I can do to help me feel the way I want to feel? So I come back to that all the time still if I'm having just like a blah day right, where I feel bloated and yeah. tired and blah. You know, it's like, okay, do the things I need to do to feel the way I want to feel. And yeah. then it helps me. And it always works, right? You get down on your Pilates mat for 10 minutes and all of a sudden you feel stronger. All of a sudden, you feel more energized or making a healthy, like a big giant salad with a bunch of fresh veggies. All of a sudden, you feel like you're doing, you're taking care of your health. You feel nourished. You feel healthier. So that's what I come back to a lot. And a a lot of times, it it doesn't take much. Right. It's just little things.
0: And I think we get the think feeling. it's the big things that make a difference, but really it's the small things. Mm-hmm. Like this week as we've been preparing to move, I'm just like so overwhelmed, so stressed, so blah that I go through the drive-thru. Mm-hmm. Is that really? And so then last night at 9 p.m., I'm thinking all I want in life right now is a salad. Like a salad, a good hearty, amazing, quality salad would make me feel so good right now. It's not the chicken nuggets. It's not the fries that were like my instant gratification at lunchtime. Those those perpetuated those gross feelings I was having about my whole life right now. Right. But if I were to take in something that was positive or do something like get down on my mat or pray or journal or do something that was just something to get me closer to where I wanted to go – Those are things going to change things. Those little tweaks and those little decisions, that could have changed my whole day if I'd started that earlier, not at 9 p.m. Right, right.
1: And I think that's true for self care in general. Yeah. A lot of times we hear, and I, I preach this too, but you know, make time for yourself, take care of yourself first. And I don't know about you, but for me, for a long time, it was like, I felt like that meant I need to go get a massage or go to the spa Mm -hmm. or take a girl's trip, which is awesome. And if you can do that, that's great. But a lot of times we can't do that.
0: Right, right. So
1: sometimes taking care of yourself first can mean just little things, like drink more water, take some deep breaths, do 10 minutes on your mat, go for a walk, wake up a little earlier, go for a little walk, start your day with fresh air. You know what? Sometimes it's it can be those small things that have a much bigger impact yeah. than we think, right. and they and they build on each other.
0: Yes, and I think that's really reassuring for moms because you don't have tons of time, or a lot of times, tons of resources or options to do big things or big cha- make big changes. But we have lots of control over the little things that contribute in a big way mm-hmm. to our life. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Well, since this is a mom's podcast, I want to know, what is your favorite part of being a mom?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I don't think anyone has ever asked me that before. (laughs) My favorite part of being a mom, I think it's just getting, I'm at that age with my kids where I'm really just getting to see their personalities come out. And especially, you know, my three-year-old now is just seeing who she is becoming and how she acts and then how she interacts with others in the world. And I just, that is so fun. And she's starting to get to the age where she can, we can have a conversation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Cause how old is your oldest?
0: Six, six and a half.
1: Yeah. So yeah. you're even down the road in that with me yeah. where, you know, you spend so many hours just caring for basic needs. Mm-hmm. So when you start to see their personalities come out and how they become little humans, that's, that's been excited with my son I'm trying to cherish these baby days but you also know what's ahead and you you want to know them yes. you know you want to know
0: who they're going to be so that that's is fun. so special and they all come so individualized you just never know what you're going to get it's yeah it's really yeah. exciting seeing them mature and, and grow like that i love that that's awesome well what's next for you what's coming up in this next year you're hoping to get settled in your new home and everything anything else that we should be on the lookout for robin
1: Um, Yeah, we're getting settled here, and then we are actually working on an entire site redesign Mm. and relaunch that will hopefully be launching at the end of the month. So I'm really excited about that. It's been a lot of work. It's basically just setting it up so that we realize that Balanced Life readers and members are busy women, right? Mm -hmm. We know that. Mm -hmm. And so we've rewritten the site so that it is just super easy to navigate so you can log in, click on your workout for the day, and be done. Like, no searching. Everything is just laid out for you for the month, focusing on, you know, the well-rounded component. You've got everything right in front of you. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. So that's going to be kind of our next big
0: project. That's a big job. That's a big undertaking. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be great when it's done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've been working on it so for a fun. so awesome. Event. Oh, that's exciting. That's awesome. Hey, I'm going to put you on the spot, but do you want to give away a month of the sisterhood to any of our listeners? I can raffle it off.
1: I would love to. Would you want to do
0: that? Okay, so if you leave a comment on um, this podcast episode on Instagram and maybe tag a friend who might also be interested in getting to know the Balanced Life program and things like that, I'll pick a winner and we'll announce it and I'll, I'll put the rules on Instagram, but we'll give away a month. Is that good? Yeah. Yay. Thank you. That's so awesome. Well, Robin, I always ask my guests one final question and it's this, what would you tell your pre-motherhood self? Mm,
1: So many things. Yeah. (laughs) Um, the first thing that comes to mind would be that you can do it.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think that comes from really the perspective of being able to build a business and have kids. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I didn't know if I could do it. (laughs) And I think there's a lot of people out there saying you can, or you can't or whatever, but I would tell myself that you can do it. You can fulfill different passions and be a mom at the same time. And it's possible.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I'm sure that's a thought that crosses mom's minds every single day. Like, am I doing a good enough job? Can I even do this? Mm-hmm. When you're bringing a new child into the family and you're pregnant and you already have one or two and you're like, what am I doing? Like, mm-hmm. I'm disrupting the equilibrium. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. But it's going to be okay. It's always mm-hmm. better than you think it's going to be, isn't it?
1: Yeah. yeah. I just posted not too long ago on my Instagram account, too. I was really nervous about bringing in a second kid uh-huh. about... You know, I had figured out a rhythm of how to run my business and how to be a mom of one. Right. I was nervous how this was going to shake everything up. And I'd be lying if I said it, you know, has it been hard. But I posted on Instagram the other day of just, and just like that, you were wondering how you can do it. And then just like anything in motherhood, you just do it. Yeah. And you're just doing it.
0: Yep. And, <laughs> and you I just, and you keep doing it. Doing it. Yeah. But you just do it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and you'll realize you'll never be perfect, but that's yeah. okay. Because uh-huh. what you do today is good enough for today. Yeah. And then there's and always tomorrow, tomorrow and you're good. good. Yeah,
1: you just go for it. Yeah,
0: so, I love that. I love that. Well, where can people find you online if they want more information about The Balanced Life?
1: Yeah, my website is thebalancedlifeonline.com and you can find me on Instagram at The Balance Life mm-hmm. and
0: um, it's facebook.com slash The Life. So pretty awesome. easy. Awesome. Well, I hope... Um, Our listeners who weren't previously familiar with you will check that out because like I said, for me, this has been a game changer and really helping me to get back in that that doable fitness routine and it's just been a really pleasant experience. And I can't say all my workout experiences in my life have been that way. So that's good. (laughs) That's great. I couldn't be happier to hear that. Yay. Well, thanks for taking the time to chat with me today, Robin, about your business and about motherhood and everything in between. And I can't wait for one lucky winner to get to try your sisterhood for a month. That'll be really fun for them. Yeah, me too. Thank
1: you so much for having me. It's
0: been a pleasure. Have an awesome day, Robin. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. I want to thank Robin for chatting with me today. Are you just so impressed by her approach and with life and with fitness? I love that she gives you that that permission that sometimes you can wait past the six-week postpartum mark in order to wait for your body to feel more settled and more ready to work out. I love that holistic approach approach to fitness, and that is what I want to adopt in my life more every day. So thanks for chatting, Robin. Like I said, she wants to give away a free month of access to her sisterhood on the Balanced Life site. So what you can do is comment on the Instagram post with Robin's picture on it, tag a friend who you think might also be interested, and leave me a review on iTunes if you haven't already done so. If you've already left one on iTunes, go ahead and just say, I already did, or I commented, even if it was in the past, because the more uh, reviews we have on iTunes, the more friends and moms that can follow and find our show um, amidst the thousands of podcasts that are out there on iTunes. So comment and tag a friend on the Instagram post. Tell me that you left a review on iTunes and I will pick a winner. So this is Tuesday, August 4th. I will pick a winner on this Friday. And so we'll pick one winner for that, that month long membership to the balanced life. And that will be awesome for you. I know you're going to love getting to know her videos, but until then you can definitely um, find her on YouTube or on her blog. So I hope everyone has a great day and I'll see you on Friday for another episode of the Extraordinary Moms podcast. Have a great day. Bye.